Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the indomitable Jordan. How's it going, man? Indomitable? Yeah, well, I, I just throw in words at the hey. ceiling, see what's still. All right. I, I've never been called that. I, I feel uh, that, that feels kind of cool, I think. I'll be like, hey, man, for the rest of the day, can't nobody tell me shit. My, my man said I'm indomitable. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I gotta go. That's a word. I gotta, yeah, because I gotta go to the store later for some takis and some Mountain Dew. And so whenever I go, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, man, what's what's the price for the Indomitable motherfuckers?" You know, like why why do you eat like an eight year old? <laughs> man, I I showed you that picture of them blue takis. You did. And those are I've I've eaten since I showed you that picture. I can't remember like four when or five was. days ago. I've eaten. Three bags of those, but not not not. Hold on, they, not the giant, you know, but like the little snack size bags. I've been to the store two other times and gotten blue takis. Uh, they're good, you. man. They're good. They're good. Um, pray for you. We should. Well, uh, well, okay. Pray that I become more indomitable because uh, then I can get uh, uh, <laughs> takis uh, even better priced. Uh, so this week we're talking about uh, Vivo. Um, he said, "Like he said, let's just move on." Yeah. I mean, like we we, we should address well, a couple but, things first. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, I was like, "Well, because here's the thing, I want to put that out on Front Street because normally we'll start talking like, oh yeah, hey, we talk about this movie.' So before but before we get to Vivo and all things Vivo related, I, if I sound a little weird, uh, it is because um, we are in our new house, new house, and, uh, yeah, new house. So there's whole, a whole bunch of shit that has yet to be unpacked. Um, so I'm currently in the best room to record right now, which is, um, one of the bedrooms, but, uh, next week I will be coming from my, I'm just going to go ahead and call it my studio. Cause I think indomitable pe- people, they have studios. They do have studios. So I'm just going to, I'll be recording from my studio and it'll sound better. It should sound better anyway. So, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of you for having a house. Um, and if I, if I sound weird, um, it's because I'm tired. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you. So I'm like you and I both, it's been, we, 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 we had, to, we had to take some time off cause it was like, man, you know, we did. And starting. you know, the thing is it, it crept up on us. We kept saying like, man, we'll schedule some time. We'll schedule some time. And yeah. then the world forced us to take some time. Yeah, it was so, so. Really appreciate all you guys for being patient on that. We are back in in full force. I wonder. I wonder if people thought we like broke up or something. You know what I mean? Like, I like, also, <laughs> them being patient. I just want to say, bitch, you ain't had no choice. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot. We're indomitable. We can talk like that. So yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but uh so we had we did have we did have to take some some time off and man like it is it this it's this semester particularly that just feels so exhausting and i think because this is the first semester for me that we are 100% everyone's back on campus same here um so the zoom fatigue has been replaced with literal fatigue you know you know i th- i think it is is the fact that our bodies have gotten so used to like there's a core group of people that we interact with. We take in their energy. We expel a certain amount of energy. And this right. might sound stupid, but I've actually just physically forgot the level of effort it takes to like engage with more than six people at a time. Yeah, yeah. But you know, us being theater people, like we're that we're jazzed about this. It's that good kind of exhaustion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it's still exhaustion. And I thought I thought you were going to say I forgot how much energy it takes to walk, and I was like, "Motherfucker, me too." You know? <laughs> now I have started walking to work because you know, uh, yeah. you know, you know, I started at a new institution. It's an institution that I can walk to, so I started walking to work, which is great. It's fine. Do you whistle while you walk? No, I listen to the music or uh, audiobook or a podcast like a normal person. I do. Man, where where are those people? Where where are those indomitable people that just like the whistle? Yeah, the- so. Speaking of whistling, you know how I struggle with whistling, right? <laughs> the other, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like you laughing at my yeah at my inability. Yeah. But um, the other day, the other day, my my wonderful partner, he's fantastic. He was trying to teach me how to whistle, and I turned to him in a moment of pure frustration. I said. I'm 33 years old. You don't think I tried everything? <laughs> yeah. If you then, haven't. But here's the thing. Then when we were in the car, like maybe three days later, and I just go, and he's like, whistled, oh. and I was all like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah. You man, you're getting there. You're getting there. You you and my daughter both. Y'all are y'all are getting there. You know. What oh, I mean? okay. See, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. You didn't have no, to do I, that. What? What? You put know? me on the same level as your daughter. <laughs> nah, shit. I'm a grown nah, nah, ass you'll, man. You'll it's in the title there. of the show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you'll get there. So um, you're still indomitable. Don't worry about it. Um, you lucky yeah. I love you. You lucky I love hey, you. Man. I know that. I know that. And you're lucky that I reciprocate. Um, <laughs> that's the most so, Han Solo shit. Which, by the way, everyone, I I am glad to say that I have received my spices from Jordan. Yes, you have. He has. Yes, he has become have. my spice smuggler, and he came through yeah. in a big way. Mm-hmm. In a did, big way. And just so I you know, I you when I made fajitas the other night, and I sent you a photo of them. Mm-hmm. I used to see that. Was that. You said, yeah. Nice, nice. Man, I'm I'm gonna send you some meat next. That's coming. Uh it's all freezer pack. Uh because my, my dad uh came down and helped uh because he he gave us a because we were like we were gonna buy a refrigerator and a dryer and dish appliances, you know what I mean? And my dad was like, You don't need all that shit. I got you know refrigerator. All we had to end up buying was a washing machine. So my dad oh, nice. came through and, and, and brought all this stuff. But he also said, he's like, I got a big surprise for you. We have an 18 by 30 inch smoker now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and right. He's, That's he right. smoked. He smoked. You know what we ate, TJ? Our first night here. 
or sorry, second night here, but because he, him and his him and his his lady stayed the night. Um, we had Axis backstrap pinwheel uh, with jalapeno cream cheese wrapped in bacon, smoked sausage, and some smoked chicken. If that uh, was the most Texan dinner. Stuff. Yeah. So, and then he, not to be undone, he also uh, got us, gave us a whole bunch of meat, which we still have a whole bunch of meat from the last time I saw him. And our, our new freezer is just packed with meat. So I'm going to be sending you some of that too. So use some of them spices on there. And I got to say, it was nice having those spices for a minute. Cause I was like, you know, every time you, you'd cut up or talk shit, I'd be like, yeah, here, I'm going to pour some let chicken rub out. <laughs> did you? <laughs> no, I never did. They were all sealed when you got them, right? Yeah, but you okay, know, I, but I also know that Kim's crafty, so she would yeah, she she, take a peek up to it. <laughs> I'm gonna take a little bit and just put it back on. Yeah, no, um, but no, uh, and and obviously, whenever you run out, uh, let me know and I can I can send you some of those spices. Uh, Hopefully, again, I'll come down to see you before that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I I owe you a trip up there, as you uh, remind me every time. I know so. I stopped reminding you. I know, I but you. I still gotta gotta get up there. Gotta get up there. Um, and you you just went to the movies last night. Uh, I sure and, did. And I was I a little sure jealous because I was like, speaking of going places, I, and I turned to Kim. I was like, we should go to the movie theater. And but down here in Texas, man, it's all Delta and crazy and this stuff shut down for y'all, like. No, no, nothing shut down, but it's just like, we're just, we're still trying to, you know, we're, we're, we're stage five currently. I don't, I don't know what, what, what stage are y'all right now? Oh, that's just, I don't, we're not that. Yeah. Like, stage five is like, you know, hide your kids, hide your wife and shit. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> let those bushes, let, let, let the grass grow. Don't go, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah. Don't go outside. Yeah, it's, don't, it's, don't, it's, it's don't not that bad up here. Like, so we we wore our mask into the movie theater mm-hmm. while we got our popcorn stuff. We bought, yeah. um, we we saw the movie in IMAX, so the biggest theater you could possibly get. We mm-hmm. uh, sat in an, in the far right hand side, and they didn't sell the tickets, the two tickets next to us. So we were like in our row by ourselves. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so yeah, we were we were safely distanced. But, yeah, but I you know, it, I, I, I'm, I'm having to get tested every week for for school. Like, mm-hmm. they're testing every week. I do a self-assessment every day. Um, right. So, you know. You pee in a cup? No, I spit in a vial, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> you, got your, you got your little, uh, your little, uh, your little PO coming by. Be like, all right, TJ, you know what time it is, you know. <laughs> Look, I'm wondering. I'm wondering, like, when are when when are we gonna start? Because you know, you can sell your pee, you can sell your clean pee to people. You know, when are when when are we gonna fake COVID tests? Has has that already happened? People are already faking COVID vaccine cards. Damn. Yeah, there's a black market for everything. Just get get, yeah, just get stuck. You know, get stuck. I think they need to make that shit airborne, bro. And just 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 fly that shit. Just aerosol everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, look, if you don't want to get vaccinated, stay in your house from the hours of blank and blank. You know what I mean? Don't. And breathe. then yeah, um, and then you just lock all their doors and make sure they can't go back in their house. And they're just like, this know, sounds like a, a the beginning of the purge, my dude. I'm just saying. Well, hey, here's the thing about the purge, man. Like, this is a pretty good movie. Oh. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, talking to Vivo, Vivo uh, uh, music and things like that, it kind of brings me to, to, to the next thing. Um, I want to show you something. Okay. And listeners, more, please. listeners, <laughs> you're not seeing it, but of course they're not seeing it. We're on the internet radio. Internet radio. Look what came yesterday. Everyone, I just want to describe so, to you what is it's a seafoam green. Well, it's actually surf pearl uh, is the is the color. So I don't know if you can tell that TJ, but it's like sparkly green. Ooh. You see any of them sparkles in there? I do. Yes, 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 yes. He got himself another guitar. Remember, mm-hmm. everyone, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this uh, out loud mm-hmm. and to you. Remember, I said that you, you don't have hobbies, you have obsessions. I am incredibly proud of the way that you have turned this obsession into a hobby. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Um, it's, uh, but here's the thing. So this guitar um, is I now I now have I now have four I got two guitars in pretty rapid succession. Yeah, we because can slow of, down. Yeah, no. Well, here's there, I'm, I'm getting to that. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> but my dad also brought this old. He got it in 1969. It's the, nice, uh, but it's this old like solid wood, beautiful acoustic guitar that needs some some work. Um, so he brought that down as well. But I put some new strings on it. it sounds great. Um, and then this one here, uh, this is a, a Fender, uh, it's a player, uh, Telecaster. So it's, it's made in Mexico, uh, not nearly as expensive as the American made ones, but like just as good, you know, it's like, man, how are you, how are you asking people to spend, you know what I mean? Like a thousand to $2,000 on a guitar. I don't understand. This one was also, yeah, this one was also uh, on sale. So, um, but I want to tell you something that happened last night. So, uh, so I get, I get home from, from work. We had a, we had a performance, uh, and it it went well. So for those of you who, who, who go where I teach and came, we had a, we had a really solid crowd. Uh, and then, so thank y'all for, for coming. If if you're listening to this and you happen to, 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 to be there and you know where I teach. Um, and then I came home and, and, and got, and got to work on this, uh, bad boy here. Um, went upstairs, plugged it in, checked it out just kind of surveyed it, you know, I was like, Oh man, this thing's beautiful and stuff like that. I was so tired, you know, and I, and I unplugged it and, and I just kind of sit back in the chair. Motherfucker, I fell asleep, like cradling this thing upstairs. Um, so I, I hope Tim came upstairs and she, like, what she is, did. what is actually happening right yeah, now? Yeah, no, she did. She did. So yeah, but, uh, but no, this guitar here, uh, is, this is going to be the one, this is like my, my main, this is going to be my, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm not going to get another guitar for a very, 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 very long time. Um, so Quote yeah, that, and that's it, six months, six months no, until he gets no, another guitar. This, this is the, this is the, the then don't, you better very, not, you very, better very not scroll time. on Nam guitar website. You better not. No, I'm tempted. I'm honestly tempted to delete the app, to delete the guitar center app. Yeah. I love the app. Love y'all guitar center. If you could sponsor us, that'd be great. But yeah, just, just, just cause it's like, I don't even want to look at this stuff anymore, you know, but cause I know um, you, I know you're going to look mm-hmm. at it. You're going to want it. And, yeah, and I'm going to justify. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm gonna justify, it. but this one I was actually I was actually putting putting a little bit back back for putting a little bit back for, and I was finally able to uh, to get it. And it is green, so you know. And I need I need to tell I need to tell I need to tell uh, your boo, and I need to I need to just let everybody know I don't have a problem with the color green, unless it's in a text message. All right, so that's a little bit of music stuff that. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I, you know what I need you to do? Why don't you let that go? Also, can I, can I, I want to say something that has been bothering my soul. What's been bothering you? Plus, so you said your, your father gave you the guitar from the year 1969. Then you said, nice. Here's yeah. the thing. 69s are one of the most ineffective are we really love-making talk positions. About this right <laughs> I'll just say people... this. I'll just say this. I'm not a good multitasker. Do you know what I mean? I mean, no one is. Here's the thing. Nobody is, right? So 69s are like the most ineffective lovemaking technique on the planet. So why do people say nice? Because you're all like, I mean, that just it just irritates me. It just irritates me. Because, like, ain't nobody getting off with no 69. Yeah, sure, foreplay, great, whatever. But mm. there's, a thou- there's a thousand other ways to have foreplay that could at least garner attention and you can make eye contact at the same time. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's just it's just ingrained in me, you know. And if I don't say 69 nice, it's like I, I it, it comes into my head. You know, I either and, and depending on, you know, where I'm at, I'm not going to like do that if I'm teaching, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> it absolutely, it pops in. I don't know. So what, what, what do you think? What do you think would be a good, uh, uh, a good position then? Uh, 78. That's so if you have, but no, thing. hear me out. So like, if you curve, if you curve your upper body and you back up into like the butt cheeks, you know, of the eight. I think I, th- I think if we put our heads together, we can come up with a new numerical sexual position. Well, the fact that you said <laughs> heads and we're talking about sex don't make me feel too great right now. So <laughs> the fact the fact that I said what heads oh, and yeah, talking no, about sex no. just don't. Make me I, 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 I really do though, man. I we're think both if taken, if, we need to we need to workshop this. Do you know what I mean? Like I think. <laughs> No, not not physically together, but like draw diagrams and stuff. You know what I mean? Like we, I think this is something. No, for real, we can really figure this shit out. And then look it. Here's here here's here's what's gonna happen. We we're gonna figure it out, and then people it it'll just come. To, you know, people be like, oh yeah, eighty five, nice. You know, or whatever. Just just pull a number out of my out of my. No, head. no, I don't want them to say nice. I want them to be like eighty five, effective. Like yeah. <laughs> Or are you just changing inflection of the nice, like nice? You know what I mean? Like that's a solid. That's the that's that's the Nissan Sentra of a of a sexual position. That's the that you know it's 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 what practical it flashy. It's going to get you there though. Yeah. It's going to be it's consistent. Yeah, not in low maintenance. Worry. Not have to worry about, about it. it shutting yeah. down halfway on the highway. <laughs> and if it does, there's 24 hour support. Yeah. That's what yeah. <laughs> Oh, see, see, we're already there, man. All we got to do is the hard part's over, you know. Now we just got to figure out the position. <laughs> the hard part. And then, <laughs> I love how in 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 not twenty minutes, you're like, I'm a grown ass man. You know, hard. <laughs> you know, so look, look, look. I I contain multitudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But man, we can have a fucking empire. Man, our kids wouldn't have to want for nothing. You know what I mean? We, no. We'd have this. And what'd, then, you, what'd your parents do? Oh, they were the number sex dudes. Yeah, Whoa. they created. Yeah, they created this sexual thing, and you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, shit. Because I bet, I bet the sutras. I bet they don't have to worry about shit. You the, know, the, <laughs> the, the, the sutra because family of, because of, because of karma. 
Yeah. Because of comma, because of comma, the sutures ain't got work. Yeah, the suture, the, the suture, man, I met a suture, man, and she had she she had two uh I, I Apple watches on. I ain't, you know, I ain't and never I wanted to <laughs> I was like, yep. I ain't never about wanted to flip a table. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. One of them. One of them was on her ankle, bro. So like, Stop. she 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 Stop. don't give a fuck. Stop. <laughs> Walking all over that money. <laughs> I got, uh, there's this TikTok that <laughs> since we're here, it's like it's like you're wearing an Apple Watch at 3 a.m. All of a sudden, your Apple Watch is like, why are you running? Because your arms moving up. <laughs> 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 This, yeah. So this movie is not about any of those things. This movie, no, about, it's not. I tried with music, and you started talking about sixty nine. Nice, no, uh, just because you brought you know, it. Why nice? Sixty nine, ineffective, ineffective. Yeah. No, but okay. So here's here's a question that I have for you. Okay. So you know, I think that America does this terrible thing, where they will consider any music that isn't quote-unquote american or north american as world music right Mm -hmm. what is your favorite like type of quote-unquote world music like gaelic music celtic music indian music uh you know i i really like uh funk karaoke from uh rio and it's like a brazilian hip-hop i think that i think it's really cool um what else let me think. What 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 are what are what are some what are some of yours while I'm going through? You know, I'm I, I'm actually a huge fan of of Gaelic and Celtic music. Are you? Uh, oh yeah, I love it. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I do. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of uh, like traditional Chinese and Japanese music. I just yeah. I, like anything that uses the Eastern chord structure. I like mm-hmm. I like get down mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like traditional Yoruban and uh, and uh, Yoruban and African music. It's like yeah. I went on this like Yoruban music rabbit hole last summer mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. twenty April twenty twenty like twenty twenty. I'm just I just consider the whole thing a hot, right. wet, terrible mess of a summer. But um, yeah, I went on this like Yoruban music rabbit hole and like I was like this this should be jamming. Yeah, yeah, be jamming. Yeah, no, it, it it's it 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 hits, man, for sure. Rye is really good too. That's like a, it's like a uh, like an Indian um, uh, sort of hip 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 hop there too. I don't know. I'm I'm fascinated with other other cultures and other worlds like styles of hip hop and like and like mm. and, and 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 what what they bring to it. You know, it's just it's it's. Really I forget. Cool. I forget that you heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and honestly, this isn't. I'm gonna go ahead. We can't really count this as world music, but it does have it does have French, you know what I mean, like influences in there. But I, Zydeco, I'm a huge fucking fan of of, of Zydeco I, music. You know, I was talking about Zydeco music to somebody, and the fact that yeah. like I can listen to Zydeco music, sure, but after like the fifth Zydeco song, I'm like, I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it definitely it definitely suggests like a specific time and place for me. So if I'm listening to Zydeco and it's like the fifth Zydeco song, 
It's like if I don't have a crawfish in if my I'm not mouth, at a festival, it's and, an, and an abita in my hand, like yeah. we need to we need to turn this music off now. You know what I mean? So, but uh, but yeah, I mean I because I like the, the the accordion and the washboard and all that kind of stuff put together. Um, and so, then when so the uh, when the front man sings like an auctioneer, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. I want to find me like a solid Zodico ballad. I don't know if they. Uh, I do not them. know of any of them. I don't. I don't. I don't know of like a slow Zodico song. I mean, yeah, you can play things. You know, obviously, there's like you know, Cajun and French. You know, I mean, shit. We're talking about you know, my belly, Evangeline. You know that has Look that has. How she likes yeah. the sky. She has a. Uh, they they got that that accordion going in there, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and the music in this one, and I know we'll talk about it. Um, it was kind of all over the place, dude. Like I, it, it was. I wanted it to be more locale centric. Yeah, didn't Missy Elliott like do something with one of the songs? And she remixed. She remixed my own drum. Yeah, and someone else did something. I don't know, man. It was just kind of, and we'll talk about it. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, get too far in the weeds with that until we talk about the movie. But yeah, I, I couldn't really pin down like what the musical identity was of this movie. Um, but yeah, you know, it, you know I, I think in, the thing that was upsetting is that <laughs> even at the end, when it's supposed to be at this cultural music. Um, concert it still felt a little too Americanized yeah I don't know I don't know I understand that there needs to be like some way to get in between that but like Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know yeah like I I think I think the thing that uh, that most gets me is that Lin-Manuel Miranda is really good at writing music for musicals that still has a very specific cultural flair. And I felt like that was missing. That's just in general, though. That's just mm-hmm. me. That's just me. No, um, I'm with you. I mean, and, and dude, dude's a busy man. And he was probably like, you know, maybe he didn't put all of his... Because didn't In the Heights like just just come out like not that too movie? long ago? Yeah, did he have any? He he did something with that with the. I didn't. I I didn't. I didn't watch the movie. I didn't. I, honestly, I haven't really looked up too much about it. He's did in he it. He do something. He is okay. And I'm just gonna say Wait, something too. Like this no that that the in the heights was his. Uh, like well, I know that that was his. College. Yeah, I know. I know that. But I'm saying like the the movie adaptation. He was probably like super fucking you know I mean busy with that. I mean I I don't know. I mean I think this was definitely one of his more like half cocked, um, you know outings i think as far as as far as music is concerned um like i definitely feel like what he did with moana was more specific and i think more exciting than what he did with this movie Mm, and i'm just gonna say this too and this is this this might piss some people off i have and i have nothing uh, i I like lin Lin manuel you want him to create something he's not in yeah i'm kind of getting tired of his voice if I'm if I'm being honest, like I'm I'm just I'm kind of like I've I've heard his singing voice like so much and it doesn't it's never changes it's always the same it's like I'm I'm I don't know I like 
his voice acting and, and, and his singing. And, and, and it took this movie. I was like, am I kind of, I'm not getting burnt out on him, but it's like, I think I've heard enough of him for, for, for a little bit in, in, in this way. I think he's a genius. I I love, you know, like I, I, you know, he, he's clearly, he knows his stuff when it comes to like music and composition and things like that. I think that's great. What he's done for, you know, our industry and, you know, how, how, how he continues to, to, you know, be involved in these really cool films and stuff. But like, I'm just, I kind of want him, him, himself, the performer of him to kind of do something a little bit different. You know, it's like, yeah, like what, one, give me an encore on, I was like, dude, I've heard you sing just like this with this exact inflection, with this exact cadence, like, and everything else you've been in, you know, I don't know. I feel that, you know what? We're all about hot takes here. Just like the fact that 69 is not an effective sex position. Mm-mm. 60, so what, what do we learn? 69 is not, not an effective sex position. Y'all, y'all, y'all be ready whenever, you know, we come out with that, we new, drop number. that new number and we're, and we're, and we're, and we're, you know, rocking like the, like the sutras do. And we're, we're wiping our asses with hundred dollar bills and stuff like I'm, that. I'm know? just, so I'm just, so just, mad just, that you said like the sutras. So, so, <laughs> so, so mad at you. So we learned that. And then we also learned that, that, uh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of getting, getting tired of, 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 of old, uh, LMM. And that, and that you like world music. Mm-hmm. And that you like world music. Hey, I we learned a thing. Music. We also learned mm-hmm. that we're back, and we're also we're about to learn what the per, what the other is drinking because I think it's about time to go get our drinks. It's about time to go get our drinks. It's about time to get our drinks. So if you are not rocking out to Cubana music or uh, anything like that, go ahead. Or if you're in the car, don't do that. Don't 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 drink if you're in the car unless you're in one of those states that lets you like drink while you're in the car. Yeah, or unless you've had a really bad day. If you had a bad day, I'm just kidding. Still, don't drink in the car. (laughs) We're not liable for if you crash, Jordan. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine us getting into some kind of legal troubles? Like, well, they told me, you know. I I can imagine you getting some legal trouble. I ain't never gonna say it. (laughs) But yeah, we will be back after we grab our drinks and we'll talk all things uh, Netflix film V Vivo Las Vegas. Boy. All right. Bye. Welcome back, everybody. Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge? Man, it was uh, it was completely devoid of singing monkeys, uh, which <laughs> then it was not a trip to the fridge. If monkeys aren't <laughs> singing to you, then is it really a trip to get a beer? The answer is no. Are you grabbing? Are you grabbing an alcoholic beverage, sir? A little accordion thing. Um, no, it was good. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm I'm you know uh, I'm drinking a Yingling. Because that's what we got left. And, you know, sometimes we like to match the drink to the movie. But I don't think this movie deserves a drink. I don't either. But you know what this movie does deserve? What? Or maybe not this movie, this episode at least. (laughs) What? I'm also drinking a Yingling. You're drinking a Yingling too? So we, so now. We're drinking this. Jordan, for the first time. (laughs) And (laughs) time out. Hold the phone. (laughs) Call your mama, tell her I love her. For the first time in like seventy episodes, we're drinking the exact same beer. Yes, sir. Uh, they so they they just started selling this down my way. 
So yes. and so you understand, but your Yingling's in a bottle, which makes you fancy. I haven't had it yet. I haven't. This oh, is, you I haven't, haven't even had a sip. Okay, I'm about to, you know I'm about what? To take if you haven't right sipped it yet, okay. On the count of three, we're going to sip it. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Sip. Okay, you sipping hard. <laughs> Damn that that's a solid beer, sir. Yeah, and for that 24 is a back. solid beer. And tell you, it's the same price as everything else. It's the same price as like Coors Light is. Yeah, for a twenty-four pack, it's like twenty bucks up here, which you know, this it's worth is it. Yeah, and they got them in the bottles. They got them in the twelve packs and the six mm-hmm. packs and the cases hey, and all that kind of stuff. There, I hey, you you know who I, I have to thank Taylor for that. Mm. The booth thing turned me on to the Ying. We call it our regular now. Is that what you say? Say the Ying. Yeah, the, the Ying. ying. The uh, I also have not to be undone. I got my one finger of. Um, of course, you got your one finger. Wild turkey. Uh, but look, I want to show you this glass, just like the guitar. This is something that listeners can see. But look, this Kim made it. It's a whiskey uh, tumbler, and it has the um, it has the Mandalorian skull on. Oh, she don't. She that? don't learn how to do the frosted glass thing. Yeah, so she's frosting the shit out of things. We have two, uh, or she made me two. She made me this one with the Mandalorian skull, and the other one with the. The symbol from the Mandalorian show. I can't remember what that animal is. Mm, mm-hmm. The rhino looking one, you know. Uh, yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, man, I'm excited we're drinking the same thing. For the first time ever. And let's talk about this this movie. Let's just, all right, let's, let's get it. Yeah, okay. So, Vivo <laughs> came out this year, uh, 2021. It uh, hit theaters in July, but it hit Netflix in August. Like, it was in limited theaters July 30th. Right. Right, uh, and then hit Netflix August sixth, and the big pull for a lot of people was that this film has, you know, we talked about it in the first half, Lin Lin Manuel Miranda. Right, the film also has Zoe Saldana, Juan DeMarcos, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, uh, Michael Rooker, Nicole Byer, Gloria Estefan. Like, it's a stacked cast. All things. I was excited to see Gloria Estefan's name in there. I was excited. And your to love is the music of my heart. Come on, baby, baby, do, do, do that conga. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, jam. that's a better um, example. I pulled out some dumbass. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so the thing is that I was also excited about this movie because it's a Sony Pictures animation, and you and I both know that lately Sony Pictures animation has been on their shit, right? Mm-hmm. They've been knocking it out the park, and so I was thinking that this is going to be stupendous right right and uh we'll just go ahead and go through the plot so uh vivo takes place in it starts in havana georgia uh where uh an organ grinder and singer by the name of andreas plays with his uh kinkajou vivo and a plaza now this has what i think is honestly one of the stronger songs in the opening is because it does what Lin-Manuel Miranda is really good at, which is, uh, I call it the beauty and the beast song. Like the first song in the beauty and the beast tells you the entire freaking thing. It gives so much exposition and so concisely and so well that that's what oh makes that God, song right. so great. Yeah. That's such a solid, that's such a solid moniker for that. Cause it's like, welcome to the world. This is the world we're in. You know, mm-hmm. bonjour, there goes the baker and shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, even the line of, you know, she doesn't discover that it's him till chapter three, act three mm-hmm. of the movie. She finds out it's that all that. Okay, that's kind of nerdy, but it, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a solid little. <laughs> Regardless. 
he had listeners. He had his little pinky out when he was when he was when he was telling that shit. <laughs> I did, but the but the bell song, uh, you know, is one of the, the the best musical theater songs, the best musical movie songs ever because it tells so much. It explains the world, explains the characters, it gives you a nice feel. And the first song in Vivo does that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I had high hopes, but it, uh, yeah. and so one day, uh, Vivo and Andreas are playing, and Vivo receives a letter. A letter from his uh, old lover. Her name is Marta. And Marta used to also live in Cuba and they used to play music together. But then Marta got signed and went over to the U.S. And basically, Andreas couldn't move. He didn't feel like it was his dream, like this was for her. And so he stayed. uh, And Marta is having one final concert and she wants him to come and play. uh, And the town finds out and they... They pay for him to go, and he's like, hey, I'm finally going to be able to share with her the song I wrote for her to apologize for letting her go and let her know why I let her go and all sorts of stuff, right? And then this movie does, which we have established is already a cheap ploy in cartoon movies, where Andreas dies. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's the question I had. Did you care? Mm-mm. I did not. Yeah, I wanted to. That. I, I wanted to, care. too. Like, we didn't spend enough time with Andres. Also, like, I felt like I saw the death coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let it be known that this movie, while while we're going to say some things about it, the, the quality of the animation isn't isn't bad. Like, the shot where they find him dead is gorgeous. I think that it's the most beautiful shot and they have this this cool yeah. little transition to where it's like 2d animation uh it, during a couple songs and that's really really cool yeah the, i think you just hit the nail on the head like the animation isn't bad but coming from sony pictures animation where it's like they're on next level shit you know talking right. about spider-verse talking about um, Me, um uh, the mitchells. mitchells versus machines yeah 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 these and this one it was just like it's serviceable and it's like it was kind of a letdown because it was just serviceable. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I feel that. Um, but uh, they have a funeral in the in the town plaza uh, where Vivo meets um, uh, Gabby, who is uh, his granddaughter, um, right? Yeah, his mm-hmm. granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. And she plays music, and uh, Vivo, <clears throat> who is voiced by Lin Manuel Miranda, is all like, oh. I can use her to get to Florida to give the song to Marta. Which again, sounds and acts like Lin-Manuel Miranda trapped in a monkey's body. Yeah. Like it, it 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 is like like he was too old. Yeah. Like we talked about in the first segment, man, like he didn't try to throw his voice. He didn't try to, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. You can just voice acting. I think is not, is not his, his strong suit, you know, you can always tell when it's like, they're not, I mean, and again, I'm no voice actor, but there's like a, a level of like physicality with your voice. You know what I mean? Like you can like become like, you know what I mean? The animal or the character that, you know, by, by how you decide to throw your voice. And it's like, he didn't do any of that. So honestly, no Mark like, Hamill. Yeah. No, like the title character, like I, I, I found Vivo kind of boring. Like the character himself. I was just like, eh, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, and so, you know, he, uh, gets into, uh, Gabby's bag, sneaks in, Gabby eventually finds him. Uh, she eventually figures out that 
like he needs to get to this concert uh, in uh, in Miami, and then they're in Key West, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He has to get to this concert in Miami, and uh, Gabby's mother Rosa, she's like not listening to Gabby at all. Although Gabby, like, here's the question: like, the, my favorite character in this whole movie is Gabby. Listen, bro, look, I like her, but her song annoys the hell Okay, out of me. yes. So so also by this uh, time, by the time we get to Gabby's song, we've had like three or four songs, right? Yeah. Um but Gabby's her song, song is the bane of my existence right now, and still it is stuck in my head. Beat of her own drum. Stop. I'm trying to get I'm it. Not out. Gonna beat up my own drum. <laughs> I'm it a white in a world full of hope. No, stop. Yeah, that Cut one. it out. Cut it you, out. You don't Cut like that out. one? Cut it out. No. <laughs> and it, but, and okay. it plays twice, bro. They, they play, play it twice. twice. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we were watching it and we were saying how that is the most annoying song. And, you know. Oh, my God. Boothang yeah. also said, and they they played it again at the end. I like, know, dude. I horror. can't. I like Gabby as a character. Her. Girl, your song sucks, and I never want to hear it again. But uh, the song can't suck that bad if Misty if Missy Elliott did a remix. But also, dude, what is Missy Elliott doing touching this movie? Missy Elliott touching this is like Ryan Johnson touching Star Wars. Like you, you don't belong. You know what I mean? Go, go do. I love Missy Elliott. You know what I mean? When I pull up in the skirt, like I, I, I love Missy Elliott, but. Like, like what you? This is not. This is not your realm. What, like, what are you doing here? You uh, I, know. I know. I know. But basically, the the song is about like how Gabby is different, and you is if you couldn't tell that Gabby is different from the fact that she wears neon colored clothes and has purple hair streaks and stuff like that. Like the quintessential "I'm different" look. Um, as if the nineties called and said, "Hey, we don't want any of our clothes back." Here's the suitcase. We got a bunch of. <laughs> We got a bunch of punky Brewster shit left over. Let's go ahead. Get you want on. it? It's your size. Yeah. Like, that's the way it felt, right? Yeah. I will say, and I so, don't feel like I'm dogging on Gabby, and I am because her song sucks. But I do think that um, uh, the type of the type of character she is, I think, is is unique enough. And I think it's going to speak to a lot of, a lot of you know, uh, uh, people. I danced uh, to the oh. beat of my own drum. My drum said it's time for trivia. Who's Hey, DJ, drop Y'all need to stop saying the title of this song sometime to forget. Yeah. This is the wrong. Hey, guys. Uh, I kept no, I, I I your, um, your whiskey glass that you made. Oh, did you tell them <clears throat> that they could see how it's made on Kimpins? Mm-hmm. No, hey, we can see how those glasses are made on Kimpins. You can see how these glasses were made on Kimpins. That's K-I-M-P-I-N-S on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Who's ready? Hey, Kim. Kim, real quick. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the first recording in your new house. Oh, hey. Yeah. That's why it's so echoey in here. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. So, TJ, did you win the last one? I feel like I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think the notes from that are on my work computer, and I, you know, I was. I'm pretty sure I lost because I remember making a statement that like mm-hmm. I can only lose so many more before Jordan just wins. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna start with you this week. And okay. 
we will settle up and figure out who's in the lead next week when I find those. It's Jordan's in the lead. We know that, but it was just by how many. I mean, everybody knows that. Boy, you better quit. (laughs) Kim, what's the question? (laughs) Hey, look. Hey, we're both drinking the Yingling, by the way. I would also like to say that um, I did not watch this movie and I have not heard good things. And uh, from me, basically, like I mean, apparently this movie, like Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a, it's like a pretty high score. So, yeah, but I also, I also don't know if it's the Lin Manuel Miranda effect. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. So <clears throat> um, trivia was a little sparse. So I'm winging it, and I'm doing what I want. It's about leaving you questions because I march to the beat of my own drum. I don't even know if that's the right. <laughs> All right, TJ. I'm about to be the No, no. Lin Manuel Miranda. (laughs) Why? Why, TJ? (laughs) Lin Manuel Miranda has won three Tony Awards for Mm -hmm. In the Heights and Hamilton. Two Mm -hmm. fantastic musicals. Lin, maybe do. You're very talented. Stop doing the same stuff. Does it not feel like the songs from this? We're, no, yeah, like, I yeah, didn't we, watch it, but I feel like I that could have just been like songs from Hamilton that I wasn't catching the lyrics. Well, no, you I, were like songs from In the Heights. I I did also play you the one song that we're not going to talk about yeah. anymore because I was like, you need to live with this earworm too. I, and I thought you loved me. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, so he's won three Tony Awards, but how many has he been nominated for? Oh my god, A, five. B, eight, or C, three. I'm going to say eight. And five. <sighs> All for In the Heights and Hamilton. I got, have he, has he done other Broadway stuff? Yeah, he's done So Fly and Tick, Tick, Boom. I think he was in Tick, Tick, Boom. I think Ooh, I might be wrong. Fun. All right. Tick, Tick, Boom. I'm coming down. Jordan, are you, not, are you not keeping t- track of score? Yes, I am. <laughs> Is that my phone? No, that's your phone. No, I heard that pin. Hurry. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan. Yes. In Up, what is Carl's job before he retires? A, delivery driver. B, hot air balloon pilot. B, balloon salesman. Balloon salesman. Yes, it is. I'm not even looking at him right now. I know he's pissed. Yeah, see, he's, he's shaking his head. He's shaking his head. He's mad. He's like, what the fuck did he get that question? <laughs> I didn't even look at you, bro, because I was doing the scores. And I... You knew. If it's a oh, Disney question, give it to so me. <laughs> okay, okay. Then TJ. What type of primate is Rafiki? A, baboon. B, mandrill. Or C, tarsier. He's Tarsier? a mandrill. He is a mandrill. See? Disney you, questions all if day. If you say, here's a picture of a baboon and a mandrill, but you don't tell me which one is which, I may or may not pick the right one. Yeah, I know they the look butt. different. You gotta look at the button, the little yellow, in the, in the yellow color. Right. You know... Jordan and I own pugs. I spent enough time looking at buttholes of animals because they're just okay. walking around. Thanks for clarifying. Loud and proud. I was like, I don't know what I don't know what you and Jordan do because their tails, their tails are up and they don't cover their butts. I know. I've seen and your pugs' butts. They, yeah, everybody's seen my pugs' butts. 
uh, Jord. Yes. Gloria Stefan is in this. An all-around cool lady. But before she was famous, her and her husband, Emilio Estefan Jr., filmed a commercial for what grocery store? A. Winn-Dixie. B. Piggly Wiggly. Or C. Publix. Publix. <clears throat> Winn-Dixie. Mm. What you will See, be Jordan, whistling. Now you know how it feels when you get these. <laughs> now you hear that. It's like, damn. <laughs> TJ. Mm-hmm. Ah, Cuba. The forbidden fruit of the Caribbean for the traveling American. At least until a few years ago. And even now it's kind of hard. You could travel to it before, but you had to have like an educational reason. It was yeah, very restricted. Things. Yeah. Seems very silly. I know when Audio Slave played in Cuba, it was like... It was like when Bowie played behind the Iron Curtain, right? Not really. I um, am not as well versed in Cuban history. But, but it's Chris Cornell with Audio Slave, so it's like a little bit better. Is it Boy, anyways. Audio Slave always with Chris Cornell? Anyway, uh, you may know that Cuba is the largest island in the Caribbean, but do you know what the most popular sport in the country is? Is it A, football, or known to us Americans as soccer? B, basketball, or C, baseball? Baseball. It is baseball. Very big baseball, baseball fans. We are big well, baseball yeah. fans. We also know that from the number of Cuban players in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's killing it. Jord. Mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, one of the greatest <laughs> artists of our time. Don't at me. I will fight you. She did a remix of that awful beat to my own drum song. Again, don't at me. Uh, And even all of her talent and swag couldn't save that. But you know what our creative masterpiece is? Missy's own albums. How many studio albums has she released? A, nine, B, six, or C, 11? Nine. And six. She hasn't released a studio album since 2006's The Cookbook. Mm. Or was that 2005? That's the uh, I, that I remember it was a huge deal when she was in the Super Bowl like three years ago. Yeah. We're all like, oh my God, we're we're all like new music. And she's all like, right? nah. no. <laughs> she released like, a couple singles. She did. Which were awesome. But she's, out, she's, out, she's out there producing, making that money that way. Yeah. Making Missy. them Diddy dollars. If you, if you have some free time and want to do Because we know you're hours. listening. Yeah, obviously. Why would she not listen to this? You and Boston. Come on, Boston. Is Boston listening? All, all of Boston? <laughs> you <laughs> want a new Boston, Boston album? <laughs> <laughs> They're listening like, well, shit, I guess we're better than them. <laughs> them two fellas idiots. on the podcast said we should. All right. After that, we have TJ in the lead with two. Jord trailing behind with one. Who? You gotta say trailing behind. Jesus. You just say, you know, TJ in the lead is fine. Who's ready for my drum roll? I'm really bad at drum rolls. All the movers. I knew there was gonna be echo on that. Ooh, you hear that hi hat? Yeah. I got you. Closest without going over. Price is what right is, rules. What is this movie's critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes? And I will go to uh, TJ first because you're in the lead. At the time of recording. 
88%. George, don't get distracted by the thunder. Thunder. 89. Oh, okay. Well, you're both over. TJ. Uh, 82%. Joy. 81. And our winner is... Does anybody else want to do a better drum roll for me? TJ! It, it, wait, what'd you say? I said 81. Okay, yeah. It's 87. It's 87. Congrats, TJ, on your can, win. Can, can I? Can I have a? Can I? Can I ask a question? Oh, how the turntables! Because <laughs> well, because I we know how Jordan is, and we know that whenever we play Price is Right, Jordan, you know I'm right here, right? Excuse me, I I know you're right here, and I <clears> I'll <throat> say it again. We know how Jordan is, and we know that when we play Price is Right rules, that he's going to just guess one number either above or below me. Can uh-huh. we do like closest within a range? Does that make <sighs> sense? Are you going to make him? You want? Me do math? You want? Why are you trying to change the rules of the game? You want? Because the last three times that we have played this game, you have won by that bullshit technicality. So I'm trying to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll do a, a rolling average. Uh, over. I think. Know. I think if we nix it, could. What if it's just closest nix the without going over? Just closest yeah, to the number. That's what I'm saying. Because like closest to the number. Because if he had done that nonsense and I said 88, he said 89, I still would have been closest, right? Correct. But, like, let's say I said 88 and he said 85. I'd still, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So that way we can – it forces mm-hmm. the spread a little bit more. He has to be more strategic and not just ride on my coattails hoping for a win. You know, fuck you, man. You just I want. Will, you just want. I, I will uh, take your feedback under consideration, uh, discuss it with upper management, and we will put cool. our heads together and circle back. Put it in the, put in the Johan suggestion box. Hey, if you never say that again, if you that never works, say though. that again, that works though. Does it? Do that at work. Do that at your work. I guarantee. Oh you. yeah, yeah, that'll go over. We have the Johan suggestion box, but you got to spell it B A C H S. Mm-hmm. Is, you know okay. what I mean? No, I don't know what's happening. Johan Sebastian Bach. Uh huh. But Johan suggestion box. Okay. Well. That's comedic gold um, from spinning yard. Also, why would you think that I... Well, okay. I guess there's a lot of evidence throughout our relationship that would lead you to believe that I know Bach's first name. Um, but I don't. Now I do. And I will file that away for future trivia incidents. Sweet number one. It's like the only song that makes me cry. Is it every really? Time I hear it. Every time I hear it, I fucking tear up. I can't, well, until I can't until um, our first dance wedding song comes on, and then it's waterworks because Jordan remembers the best day of his life. I don't remember yeah. what that song was. To be honest, the with you. hot, hot July heat, long sleeve and a jacket, Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was a right. uh, crazy love by Irene Diaz. That's right. Killing it. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna go again. Marinade on your on your suggestion. Uh, play me out. Jordan, your wife is solid. She's solid. 
Yeah, well, I know she's ain't liquid, you know. I mean, of course, she's solid. Oh, well, you mean okay. like solid, like she's cool. I'm going to go back to the movie because yeah. you up here playing games with these jokes. <laughs> you playing games with I these married goddamn married water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's in a gaseous state today. No shit, Jevin, she's solid. <laughs> Oh, anyways, man. so, right. so okay, so Vivo basically. Real quick, real quick, real quick. I want to say this. I want to say this. I'm sorry. I know you got to do the plot and everything, but just because you know, like I said, like, I'm recording in my boys' room because of you know where we are logistics and everything. And there is just a a swath of like Star Wars things all over. And I just want to make this announcement, like, ladies and gentlemen. I did it. My kids are officially into Star Wars now. And now I can retire as a parent. I don't care what happens. We watched the entire original trilogy and they loved every minute of it. I'm proud of you. Continue with the plot, sir. I I will admit I'm proud of you for that. Um, But, you know, you just got to keep them in there. Make sure that they watch the good stuff with the bad stuff. Keep them in the pocket. Right. Uh, so, but there's this moment where uh, Vivo runs away from, Ga- from uh, no, where Gabby's trying to get Vivo to Miami. She goes to the bus. She runs down. Uh, she runs down to the to the dock where the bus is, and she meets her Girl Scout troop, which is called the Sand Dollars. And the Sand Dollars are uh, <laughs> a huge problem for me. Yeah. Because it is like it screams performative activism. <laughs> The selling what cookies to save the Everglades or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I've always thought, okay, if you're in a I, look, I'm not trying to insult anyone's scouting heritage. If but if you are in a troop like that, wouldn't it be better to take that time that you are hawking your box baked goods <laughs> on the boardwalk and take your happy ass down to the thing you're trying to save and clean it up? Yep. I learned something about it. Mm-hmm. I like Pick up, man. Get, get that. You heard of CrossFit. Get that shovel fit. Get, get, you, get that you know, shovel get fit. You. <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> start digging, start planting. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's just it's just a question I have. I understand that you, that you might do those things and that you have to fund them. But, you know, whatever happened to sending, just sending home a form? that your parents take to the office and they fill out. Like when I sold candy, like I didn't stand on no corner hawking gummy bears. Right. I was like, I fill out a piece of paper. This shit going to show up at your house. I ain't got nothing to do with it. That's the good shit. We used to sell Anyways. Lucy's though. On the corner. What are Lucy's? <clears throat> uh, like loose cigarettes. We used to, we used to, you used, used to, to sell get... loose cigarettes on the corner. Yeah. We used to like all of our, cause all of Jordan, our, who the smoke. fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Well, all of our parents smoked, and so we would we would gather. We would I, pull, I mean, we you would sound pull, like, you sound cigarettes. like you just came out of cell block C. We over would pull, <laughs> <laughs> we would pull some cigarettes out, or sometimes, like you know, apparently, like they they smoke and they they wouldn't smoke the whole thing, and they put it in the ashtray and you'd swipe that, put it in the baggie. You would you sell half smoked cigarettes. Go to the corner every Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, time sir, out. Time out. Wednesday, time Thursday. out. Who? What? And, and I also sell them on the bus stop. For like twenty five cents a pop. You would sell half smoked cigarettes at the bus stop for a, a quarter. I'm gonna tell you, man, kid, like kids trying to smoke cigarettes, you know, like though. I mean, don't do that, listeners, because it was awful, you know. But like, that's just what you do. 
I'm not trying to like promote like you know tobacco or smoking. Or no, you. I don't. I don't know if you are a business genius or a criminal mastermind. Like which one? <laughs> That's we saw. We, we 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 saw a demand and we met that supply. You know what I mean? It made me really popular. You know what made me popular? My jokes, mm. okay? Oh, why you chuckling? Why you nah. chuckling? <laughs> I'm laughing at that at that joke you just told. Wow. No. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. So uh so these so the sand dollars, no, these three it. little girls who should actively be in the Everglades helping clean it up, they're all like, mm, Gabby, finger wag, right? But they see Vivo and they're like, Gabby, he's a he's a uh, he's a rare thing that shouldn't be here. Give him over because we know what to do with a wild animal. No, you don't, little blonde-haired girl with too big of a head. The proportions in this movie were weird. Um, But uh, this whole entire time, Gabby and Vivo, they escape. uh, They they miss the bus. So Gabby's like, we're going to get to the bus uh, by escaping the sand dollars and jump over a bridge. They miss the bridge. They land on a barge. Uh, They end up in the Everglades on a boat that she makes somehow. And um, then they, the sand dollars follow them to the Everglades because they borrow someone's hoverboat. Time out. Again, where are these nope. big-headed girls getting a vehicle to tow this thing down there? And awesome. also, who's teaching them how to drive a hoverboat? And who's going to be like, yes, little eight-year-old girl who has bangs, you can have this hoverboat right now. Also, take that hoverboat. And go clean up the damn Everglades. I take the hoverboat and clean up the Everglades. <clears throat> you are correct. Stop worrying about this girl. But mm-hmm. okay, so this whole entire time that uh, Vivo's tr- trying really hard to hold on to the sheet music to give to Marta so that way she can know the song since, you know, Andreas is dead. And uh, Gabby, she's like, oh, it's the song, it's the song. Oh my God, I'm just going to be all lackadaisical about the fact that this is a piece of paper and I don't know how water affects paper. Anyways. Um, the sand dollars chase them down, uh, after, uh, they get attacked by a giant snake. Vivo sings to the snake yeah, and, the snake, uh, he, like, and like traps it or something. Yeah. He like eats anything. Like he, he, he eats stuff, right? It's like, Jake, yeah. it, it's, it's like Jake, the snake on wish. Remember Jake, the snake from uh, Ringo or Ringo. It is like Jake, the snake on Ringo. Yeah. But it's like a You're wish right. version. It is a wish version of Jake the Snake. <laughs> Why are you correct? It's also like that mixed with mixed with the the Python from Jungle Book, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but by this time, Vivo has actually lost the song, right? But uh, Vivo, since Vivo saves the sand dollars, the sand dollars are like, oh my god, this monkey, he should actually be with you, regardless of what we think about the, uh, you know, the environment. Uh, and then they book that happy ass thing out of the Everglades, disrupting how many habitats? I don't know. So, like the thing they're trying to save, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're conservationists until we're not." Okay. This whole entire time, Gabby's mother's like chasing her down. She's chasing the bus. She's like, "What are you trying to do? Right? Give me my daughter back." She chases the whole bus down to Miami. Uh, her daughter's not there on the bus. Obviously, Vivo uh, knows the the rhythm and uh, and the melody of the song. While uh, and he's able to use Gabby's phone to like type it out, and Gabby remembers the words. So they rewrite the whole entire music. 
right? Yep. Uh, as they're on this hover boat flying through the Everglades on their way to Miami. Uh, which again, it just starts to not make sense. Uh, yeah, there's this weird. So here's the here's the issue that I have. the The midnight of the soul, right? So this whole entire time, Marta is also like, "I hope my friend shows up to do this concert with me." They find out that you know she finds out that Andres is dead. She has a terrible stage manager who tells her Andres is dead like an hour before she's supposed to go on. Right. Like you don't drop news like that on a performer until after. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. Mark is like, I, I'm not going to go on. Yeah. Either way, uh, Gabby and uh, Vivo uh, get to the, get to the, uh, the music hall, which is called Mambo Cabana. And this is important for this last portion. Right. Um, uh, Gabby is unable to get all the way to Marta tells Vivo go without me. And then, you know, Gabby like stalls the stalls, the guards and all this other stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, her mother's there. She's pissed off at her and she's like, how dare you run away? And, and Gabby's like, I wish you were dead, which I was like, oh, okay. Which, cause her dad's dead too. They just got dead people all over this movie. Her dad's yep. dead. She's like, I wish you were dead. And mom's like, shut the fuck up, because I'm here, basically. And like, I understand I might not be fun, but you, you kind of make shit hard to be fun. Because you ran away. Uh, like, mm-hmm. this this whole forcing, uh, forcing a relatable moment by saying, I wish you were dead. Like, it felt so uninspired. Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with we didn't get a lot of Gabby and Rosa. We, we you know, we, it, there's no weight, and there's no real like emotional context with this relationship, no. other than you know, what I mean, like that is dead. I mean, <clears throat> this is kind of going back to you know uh, with that, that that first death, you know, the old man in the beginning, and not really feeling anything. Like they just. It's like they don't – this movie's full of those moments and they want them to like hit, but like they don't do the – they don't lay down the proper groundwork to allow those moments to hit leading up to them. Um, they don't. I think all those moments happen too early. Realistically, this movie is made of made up of moments like that that uh, this movie should have been like an, at least an hour longer uh, for them to – work but the way that this movie allocates its time um it's just it it, it it they don't prioritize stuff like that yeah you know and it's funny because we can the death shouldn't motivate something inside the character that feels unselfish and like evil even andreas's death you know that motivating like vivo isn't motivated to go to florida because of the death he's motivated because he almost lost a song which feels selfish right mm-hmm. um and and i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking in particular about like the first 3 minutes of finding nemo right the thing that makes that death so impactful the, the death of nemo's mother is that we see her caring for all these people we see the attack there's like an instant cutaway there's something like the pacing of it is so tense mm-hmm. and tight and that mm-hmm. and then we are instantly left with this feeling of loss because there's abundance and then there's nothing right and then vivo goes from abundance to like 3 minutes of not even three minutes, like two minutes of nothing, 
and then hearing a song about like, oh, I, I guess I have to keep singing. And like, there's no like really, really dark moment for him. You know what I mean? No, no, there's really not. And, and same thing for, for Gabby. There's nothing but joy, 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 joy. So when we get this moment of, of sadness, like she mentions her father in passing, but it's just in passing, right? So when we get this moment of sadness, it doesn't feel rooted or anchored in anything, which makes it ineffective. Um, yes. But uh, Vivo shows up. He somehow monkey uh, monkey charades his, his, his information to Marta. And she's like, oh, you are? Oh, yeah, there's a picture of, of Vivo with Andreas in the obituary. And she's like, oh, you're Andreas' uh, uh, Vivo. Oh, here's the song. Martha, she reads the song. She reads the music. She's like, this is for me. She decides to sing it on stage. Two things. One, everybody on stage knows the song. Girl, you're supposed to go on 20 minutes ago. What time do they have to practice? They had none. Two, tell me why. The first words that come out of the song are the name of the venue. Mambo Cabana. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Andreas did not write Mambo Cabana in yoga. <laughs> this song kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> it's like, bro, that, that, that's your, that's what you're leaving behind. You know, um, that's what we were fighting a dumbass snake for. That's what we were. The know. animation's cool though. Yes. I will say this, that this is where the animation starts to get into that. Um, Sony pictures, you know what I mean? Like, like th- this part was cool, but the song itself, I was just like, Bro, y'all could have done so much better. Y'all could have done well, so much better. I was also upset because this. there was no closure and like have Vivo play on stage with her. Have Gabby be on stage with something, <clears throat> right? Because she says, like, right. I got this song with the help of a friend, of some good friends or whatever, which cool, great, whatever. But mm-hmm. like, where's that? Like, I want that sister act two moment. I want that, you know what I mean? Where it's like the oh, heroes get to participate. Movie. But the heroes get to participate in the performance, which gives them a closure and a catharsis as well. Right? Right. Yeah. And we don't get that. Uh, But yeah, Marta plays. uh, Gabby's mother's like, oh, my God, I should have listened to you. You know what you're doing because I should trust you more because I was being overprotective. And then Gabby and Vivo start to uh, do the exact same thing that Vivo did with Andreas uh, down at the pier where she creates like a little organ grinder box out of uh, cardboard and they play music and Marta shows up. I don't know why an international superstar is just showing up on the pier to sing with you little girl. Um, But she's basically, this is the thing that got me. I was like, okay, so this child went from not being trusted by her mother to being able to busk (laughs) on the pier every weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the movie ends with everyone singing on the pier. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's Vivo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me how you I feel. I don't like George. it. I don't like it. Um, did you watch it with the kiddos? No, I did not. Are you going to show it to your kiddos? No. Um, no, are you going to show you to, are you not going to show it to your kiddos because you don't think they'll like it or because you don't want to, I don't want to hear that fucking song again. (laughs) Um, but (laughs) listen, parents, if, if, if you're the type of parent who 
has your kids like watch and I'm, I'm not here to, you know, call anybody. I'm, I'm not here to like, you know, make a fucking claim or, or, you know, start a debate or whatever. But if you're the kind of parent that, you know, has your kids watch a whole bunch of movies, like Vivo is probably going to, you know, pass by through your house at, at some point. But I told TJ this analogy and, and, and I think it works. Vivo is to Coco and I understand differences, you know, one's Cuban, one's, one's Mexican, but still Vivo is to Coco as shark tail is to finding Nemo. Mm. It's like, there is just better movies sort of featuring the same themes and similar story beats um, out there. This is, yeah. this is shuffleware. For the for the for for all you gamers out there, this, this this is it's just it's bright colors. It's bro, this is I had a worse time with this than I did with uh, Abominable. Abominable wasn't bad though. Was it as bad as that as that Hansel and Gretel detective agency movie? Oh no, oh, man, no, no, no. That, that movie was, was garbage. That was yeah, that was that was, that was a fucking dumpster fire. There are moments in here, I, th- I, th- I think, for people than, you know, trying to set aside my own annoyance with the songs and my own, like, you know, comparisons with other movies and stuff. I mean, it's not the worst movie out there, but it's like there's just so much better um, movies available. I'm going to go ahead and give this two and a half. Um, okay. Two and a half you know, uh, 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 wish Jake the snakes out of, out of 10. Um, one, because two and a half, I think is a rating. I haven't given anything yet. Um, you haven't, it's not the worst. There are worse, but like, there's not a whole lot that are worse than this that we've talked about. So yeah, uh, I don't recommend it. I mean, if it's on cool, do not make a movie night out of this. Parents out there are like, we're going to have a movie night. We're just going to get snacks, and it's going to be a big old thing. Don't have it be this movie. Please, for the love of God, pick something else. But yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for me, there's a there's – a, I have some pros to my cons. I think that the pro for me is that that first song really does do a lot of the heavy lifting. And I think that the first song could be used as a fantastic example of how music and musical theater and musical movies – can serve to set up a world in a very concise way. Now, the song is long. There's a lot of words in it, just like Lin-Manuel Miranda's writing is in general. Um, but I think that first song is really kind of poignant. I think that they they do make some interesting stylistic choices in the animation, and those things are cool. But I can tell you that, for me, this, this movie is a little navel-gazing, as it is a movie with music about making music. And a lot of the songs are about like music, music, drums, music, look at all the music we make together. Life is music. Right. And it, it, and it separates me from the emotional connection of it. Whenever uh, every analogy is, is, you know, around a fucking treble and bass clef. So I, (laughs) I, I have, I have issues connecting with that portion of it. And to your point, if you're talking about themes and motifs and all these other things, there are movies that handle loss with music better, right? There are movies that handle that have um, children teaming up with animals. That like Bolt is a better movie of a child yeah. teaming up with an animal. Dude, Bolt right? is a good fucking movie. Bolt man. is kind of solid. Um, yeah. 
there are better movies that have uh, a parent uh, child relationship, right? Like, and there are better movies with, to be honest, a finale song. Like you and I both know that, that I, if I'm watching a, a movie musical, I want that song at the end. That's going to be like all, you know, pull out all the stops. Right. Um, and call me, call me picky or pretentious or whatever, but I have been, I guess, conditioned for that ever since I saw happy feet because the, um, uh, boogie wa- you haven't seen happy feet. No, dude, the boogie wonderland sequence in happy feet is one of the best musical sequences on animated film period. Like, I listen to that version of Boogie Wonderland to this day, right? But there's something about about it. Yeah, let's watch it. Let's watch Happy Feet. Let's watch it in the winter when it's cold. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good winter. Talk about global warming. (laughs) But, um, yeah, but I think that there's this, there's something, there's something lacking in this movie. And I think I figured out what it is, is that this movie didn't have, the the script or the book to match what we know is the potential song quality of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. A lot of these songs felt phoned in, but it almost felt like it was still at the same level as the script. So like if the plot is phoned in, then the song is going to be phoned in. I get that. And that's the way it felt. Um, and for those reasons, I'm giving this a four out of 10, four organ grinding monkeys out of 10, um, because I do think people are going to see it. I think it's going to pass by um, children's uh, dockets as they're going through movies, right? A hundred percent, especially because Netflix was pushing this movie. Like, you know, it was the last thing that they were going to make. Um, I do think that this is going to be a daycare movie or a school movie. I think p- kids are going to see it that way. Uh, and I think that, while I think that Gabby does have funny moments, I think that she is kind of obnoxious. Um, and I think that the only thing that this movie is worth seeing for is those coupled times where the animation changes and that opening song. And, you know, something can be said about the fact that it's a case study in those, in those moments. So four out of 10, four out of 10 organ grinding monkeys for me. Um, but I'll tell you this, if nieces and nephews are like, hey, let's watch a movie, guess what I'm not reaching for? I ain't putting on that Vivo. But hey. Hey. What's up? We're done with Vivo. All right. Thank God. All right. Let's, uh... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We're done with Vivo. And as always, thank you all for listening to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. Uh, we can't do this without you. We could do this without you, but it'd be pointless. Uh, but So we thank you very much for listening. Um, you know, the only way that we grow is through people like you. So wherever you listen to podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars, great. Four stars, excellent. Three stars are below. We will rent a, a, a hoverboat. We'll drive you out to the Florida Everglades and seduce uh, an, a green anaconda to eat you after he traps you in a cage of trees. Um, and then we'll roll out and saying that we are conserving the Everglades by giving the animals food. That's what we will do for three stars or below. So just be really cautious about the buttons you press. Okay. Cause we will be investigating. 
um, please make sure to reach out to us on our email, grownmanwks uh, at gmail.com. You can reach us on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all of which are in the links below in the show notes. You can leave us a message. Hit leave a message. It'll take you to our anchor page where you can hit leave a voice message, and you can record your beautiful voice. We get an email. We get to hear you talk to us, which is always fantastic. Jordan, do you have anything for these lovely, lovely people? Stay safe and, uh, you know, stay crispy, y'all. Stay crispy. And we will catch y'all next time. Jordan, I have a question for you. What's up? If you could be any animal that sang, what would you be? Like, if you could be an Uh, animal that sang, yeah. It's a toss between a hippo or a cricket. It's a toss between a hippo or a cricket. Those are yeah, two vastly I think, I think different hi, I creatures. Think hippo, I think hippos get that deep bass. Hey, I'm just a hippo. You know, and they got the little bubbles going around. <laughs> and crickets, I think, get that high, like, mezzo-soprano. You know, hey, we're fucking crickets. And- you can stop that. You can stop that little. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I would 100% be a dog who could sing. A dog who can sing? Let me tell if a, if a dog could sing, tell me you wouldn't have every record that dog made right now. No, absolutely. But 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 I'm going to say this. When I think of a dog singing, only one song comes to mind. What? And that's, nobody knows the trouble I sing. I thought you were going to say, who let nobody. the dogs out? So that's better. No, not that. I just, I just, I just, I, every time I picture a dog singing, I just picture like, like, look at a dog's face and then, like, sing that song, and you're like, yeah, that's probably that's probably what you're thinking, dog. Here's a question I have for the world. You know, people will hear this maybe if they listen to the end of it. What world were we living in where Who Let the Dogs Out was able to become a smash? <laughs> Dude, I, I ask myself that almost every day. It, it's I, such a strange... Because for us, I mean, we have dogs, right? And you have dogs. So it's like, you know, you hear like, oh, let the dogs out. And, and, and every single time that comes, that, that happens, I always think like, that was a moment in time that actually happened. The lyrics are, get back scruffy, yeah. bad scruffy, get back, you flea infested mongrel. Yeah. And we're oh, just like, yeah, who let the dogs out? It's and true. isn't it like they're having a party and someone let the dogs out and they're just like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. And the party was nice, the party was good. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions Podcast Network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.